0: Welcome back to another week of Kent and the Steering Team with Drew and myself, Phil. Uh, Unfortunately, Kent can't be with us this week. He's off compiling uh, all of his family photos into photo albums. Not that we use them very often anymore. Anyway, on with the show. Uh, Mr. Drew, how are you? I love that you rhyme that every week. Yeah, I can't help it. It's what happens when your name rhymes. I
1: I know, it's quite handy. Um, I, I am swell, thank
0: you. How are you? I have no rhyme. <laughs> uh, okay, let's. Can we think of a rhyme? Um, uh, how? How is it? No, that doesn't rhyme. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is well, it thank it you. Phil- no, that doesn't. Now, work. yeah. See, I tried to make that one work, but it just doesn't work. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate um, the question. Uh, yes, of course, I'm fine as always, and happy to be here for another week. Uh, always. Podcasting, fun, frivolity. Yeah, no. Joyous abandonment. Exactly, exactly. Um, On today's show, we'll be sure to try and cover off some interesting topics, as always, and topics that we pick up along the way. Um, I guess we're going to talk about. In fact, we'll roll off the topics that we hope to get through, and hopefully, we can get through them. Hopefully, we remember that that's what we wanted to talk about. Yep. Um, The first one being uh, news to me: Kmart not selling media anymore. Home media. Yeah <laughs> Jesus Okay, so we'll try and rattle through that We'll we'll get through that as much as we possibly can yep, um, yep. The other one that I had was the fact that there's a lunar eclipse Or a, a blood moon coming soon around the world And of course Australia We're going to definitely see that And I wanted to talk a little bit more about that And the fun of seeing different um, eclipses And other stellar events I guess is the term I'm looking for um, mm. And of course... In almost an extended version of On This Day, it's actually in this week, and it's a look back at Back to the Future, Drew's favouritest movie of all time, or series, I guess, of all time, Um, and the fact that it turned 33 today, which, oh, this week, it was on Tuesday, it turned 33, which is just, I can't believe that. Of course, because, on that, because Flying High, or Airplane, as it was known internationally, turned 38? yeah 38 it was only 38 and i was surprised at the similarity in age between the two movies and also the fact that they were in their 30s uh anyway on with the show let's get to a um first topic first topic that i've already forgotten which was kmart drew news to me what does this mean for us well all right kmart they've been
1: cutting the cost of living for some time um I went into I, I went into kmart the other day and actually noticed this but it didn't really hit me until I went in again today so Kmart have decided as a company to take a little shift in the direction with which they sell their product and to that end they have decided to no longer sell CDs DVDs or blu-rays which I find very very odd anyway I did cash in on the um, on the fantastic... Um, uh, clearance with $5 Blu-rays. I scored The Hitman's Bodyguard, which Phil has been telling me to listen to... or not listen to, to watch
0: for months. The fact that I, you still haven't watched it makes me just... Oh, I hey, I went,
1: a, I went and bought it, so I've made the commitment now. It's there. It's well ready done. to go. It's just not tonight, but soon. Soon. I have a Good. few days off next week. We'll, we'll get there. Good. And the most recent Pirates of the Caribbean... That's a whole other thing because Disney have been charging like wounded bulls for that movie. They've been expecting retailers to charge minimum thirty bucks for it for months. At one point, even a few weeks ago, JB Hi-Fi was charging fifty dollars for it. But oh I got it for five bucks today. So Hell yeah!
0: Here. Does it do the thing? Does the a one like a pet hate of mine is when a movie series the spine of it has like isn't the same across all of the the different ones. Does Pirates of the Caribbean do that where the spine of the DVD or Blu-ray has the same picture on all of them? Do you know uh, what I mean? Uh,
1: yeah. So, okay, so the first one, obviously, when it came out, it wasn't expected to keep going into more films, so it just has the name of the film on the side. But 2, 3, and 4 actually have the numbers on the spine, this one, being the fifth film, did not. So, while it's frustratingly inconsistent, it will look somewhat consistent on my shelf, as it will bookend nicely. Mm-hmm. However, yeah, absolutely. However, I will replace my DVD of the first one, eventually, with a Blu-ray that will have a big number one on it. So Why haven't
0: they a- done that for
1: number five, then? I don't know, to be honest. It's... It, it, it's been annoying me a little bit, I just because I know how it's going to look on my shelf, and it's really annoying. But I'm very glad to have it. I'm even more glad that I only paid five bucks for it.
0: Why is my- why, why do you reckon it came on? I mean, I can totally get... I almost get DVDs and CDs, but Blu-rays, I'm surprised that they haven't... They're not keeping their catalogue of Blu-rays, because Blu-rays is almost... It's the last frontier of disc media besides PlayStation or, like, games, like PlayStation or Xbox games. Well, I mean, so- it's
1: not... It, like, none of it really makes sense to me because Kmart have always had this incredible collection of, of film and music that they've sold. I, I remember... Okay, um... I remember 15 years ago, because this is where it all comes full circle, 15 years ago... I went to Kmart in Castle Hill at Castle Towers and got the first Pirates of the Caribbean on video.
0: Hmm.
1: 15 years ago. And now. What? I've we've, always... we've gone through what? Two, three different formats later?
0: Yeah, but see, I've always thought that. I've always found it that Kmart kind of. Personally, I've viewed it, they've had almost like a lackluster or just a not very in depth collection or just kind of like a. Very random assortment of, of films. It it used to be some, better. It well, some k much have always be better. been better than others. Some k much have always yeah, been true. better than others. Some k have always been a bit shit house in that aspect. But uh, yep, yep. But uh, nonetheless, I'm surprised that they're doing it. Seeing as they are almost a, I guess a home centre. They kind of do everything. A bit of this, a bit of that. They're a um, a, 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 yeah, they're they're an everything store. But the yeah, I. I don't know, I don't like
1: the direction they're going in. Department store, that's the term I'm looking for. The last few months, every time I've gone in, each time they've renovated a little bit and they've changed things up, and every time I go in, it's starting to look more and more like a certain Swedish furniture shop.
0: I was about to say, they're getting their Swedish furniture shop feel to certain sections, so yeah, I'm glad you said it. Yeah, it is yeah. it absolutely... It's, it yeah. really does... It really does. They're definitely going after that kind of homemaker sort of centre or furniture furnishings layout or business, yeah. which is quite interesting. I wonder if they'll start to take away their cosmetics. I doubt they will, but you know. Yeah, well, what's yeah, next? The the toys, the clothes. I I, if I don't they, understand. If they dare touch those toys and get rid of all the try me toys, I will come after someone. If they There's if nothing, they go nothing after nothing quite like it. If they go after the toys, just think, there could be half price Lego. Okay, just continue all the toys. Let's go get <laughs> Do it. Do it now. But I, I just... I, I don't know. I have
1: very fond memories of buying a lot of my films from Kmart. A lot of my videos, a lot of my DVDs. Even a few years back when there was still a Kmart in Katoomba, which happened to have a really good range. Mm. Really, really good range. And they're all gone. But I, I went why? to the girl. At, yeah, yeah. No, no, you go. Well, I went to the girl at the counter and I asked her what was going on, and she said, "Oh, every Kmart's doing it. So they're clearing all CD, DVD, and Blu-ray from minimum fifty percent off." Jesus, staggering. They're getting well,
0: desperate. I, I was going to say, why does Target always feel like it's closing down?
1: <laughs> it Do you know what I mean? Like
0: everything feels kind of like. Dishevelled and a little bit like run down, and like oh, we don't care about it anymore. And oh, yeah, just buy this if you want it. Yeah, Target's always felt like it's run down, and Kmart feels like they're always trying to keep this high quality look to it, even if the stuff yeah. in it can be kind of shit house. So it's yeah, I've I, I found that kind of interesting that the di- dynamic between the two department stores, I guess, discount de- not discount, low cost department store uh, stores. That Australia has in Target and Kmart. Well... I guess there's Big W as well, but Big W is almost on a different level. Well, they're owned by
1: Woolworths and they operate differently, but uh, the the girl at the counter made the point to me, she said, oh, oh, Target and Big W are still going to sell movies. And I thought, okay,
0: well... Yeah, why why is Kmart not following what their closest allies or closest rivals are? Why would Target keep selling movies when
1: Target is clearly the meant to be the little bit more upmarket version that should probably steer more toward their clothing and their Mm. appliances and things like that. Target, it makes far more sense for Target to stop selling Blu-rays and CDs and DVDs and all that and for Kmart to
0: continue selling them at low, low prices. Mm. So I I don't get that. I wonder if they're just not seeing the penetration in the market due to the fact that JB Hi-Fi who who let's think about it you know several years ago JB Hi-Fi was a nobody in the in oh not really a big player like they weren't really anywhere but now they're everywhere and they're just market leaders almost well
1: they corner they saw an opportunity to corner a market there they were already they they were doing well at what they were doing you know 15 years ago but there were so
0: ago. few of them around there were there were like yeah they were growing for sure but they were really like a, almost definitely a bargain kind of basement style store well they understood
1: Um, that they wouldn't get anywhere just selling hi-fi systems
0: yeah and 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 the fact that you know i used to it used to be eb games or kmart for me to go and buy playstation games and now i don't look at anything but tb hi-fi because i know that they've got the largest selection they've got you know the greatest range to look at for accessories as well yeah and tvs it's great to look at tvs and the pricing is competitive Oh, the pricing I- beats everyone, and it's. It, I spoke to someone who works at JB Hi-Fi, and they said it's JB Hi-Fi don't care about making a loss on DVDs or PlayStation games and things like that because they can make so much more back on televisions and things like that. So they'll happily undercut EB Games and everything like that because why not? Brings the people in. They'll buy if they buy one other accessory, they've automatically made their money back. I've noticed that. I um, I shop at JB at DFO quite a
1: lot, as you know and the guy that runs the the store he he always knows he always knows what i'm after as soon as i come in he's oh what movie is it today here we go that's fantastic isn't it fun having that rapport with someone though he's great though because if i come in and show oh here's the price at sanity they're they're selling for less than you oh yeah i'll beat him done he never cares so long as I can show proof that the price is lower somewhere else, he will always beat their price for me. Hell yeah. He's bloody good. That that kind of service though. Or when I when I went to a different JB Hi-Fi to get my my sound system and my setup for my room, um remember I got my really fancy speakers and my yeah. um, stereo system and my turntable. The guy that that served me he just then you can tell when someone's going for a commission and when they just genuinely want to help and this guy was there to help mm. he knew that i was going to buy he wasn't fussed about that he just wanted to make sure that i got the right equipment that i got the best quality equipment even if it meant that i waited for something to come in which i did no if it's problem the right whatsoever thing, yeah yeah it was it was the kind of service that i really wanted but I never expected to get. And JB Hi-Fi, they do such a good job with that. I don't know that yeah, I've they, had very they, many bad experiences do. with them.
0: No, I can't either. Like, I even once in, went in and bought several hard drives. Um, yeah. And when I did that, they I, I was just there to buy them, and I was completely happy with the price. But they automatically said, let me see if I can make that a better price for you. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I was completely content with that price, but sure, thank you. Yeah. And they did that. They just they were like yep why not like hell yeah you're buying lots why not they're wonderful Mm. so So i I definitely i I, I bought my tv from them and everything like that as well and that was great fun
1: yeah i bought mine mine there too i i can see where where they're going to beat out somewhere like kmart i do wonder though maybe kmart made this move as a tactical move based on amazon
0: Yeah, I didn't even consider that, the fact that there's another another player in the market now.
1: I only thought of it a minute ago because I've been browsing on Amazon because in addition to the fact that Amazon's got all their whole library of things that are here, Amazon have reduced the international shipping costs here from their other stores.
0: I didn't know that. I thought they were closing the US access here.
1: Interesting. Well, I've got I've still got US and UK access and they've severely reduced the shipping cost on them. But I believe that even if they are closing them that they're still trying to find a way to make it so that if it's not available in Australia that they'll work it from another country's Amazon and work it across.
0: Yeah, yeah sure, sure sure that that yeah, excellent. Which is just brilliant. Mm. So
1: definitely something to keep an eye on there but they they could be part of the reason why that they're just they they can see the writing on the wall and there's no way they're going to keep up with that do you know if they're still selling tvs though kmart yeah no i think that i think that ship has sailed some time ago the the one i was in today had no sign of TVs they still had the um the media counter but i think it was more for photo development than yeah, anything else yeah 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 that's and i'm surprised that that is still going for them i, I know. mean I'm, I'm glad i'm really glad and i wish more places were still developing photos but i don't know it's they they condensed their book collection to where to where the movies were and the book area is now Again, more imitation Swedish furniture. Oh,
0: Jesus. It yeah, lo- they're really going after that homemaker sort of stuff.
1: It looked really weird. I thought. I, I felt like I was in some sort of hybrid of. Ha, have you ever been to House? You, you mm. know the Shop House? Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I was in a hybrid of that versus Ikea versus Howard Storage World. It, it felt really a weird. It, a weird blend. I didn't like it. It just.
0: Yeah, it's a bit. Bit weird. that's kind of I don't know how they're doing. You know, they're, they're doing their layout in some way. It's just a bit plot, like splodgy at the moment. um Yeah. But- well, that, that's 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 weird. I mean, you're right with the photo things. I can still remember as a child going in um, and and with my mum to a picture shop and going in and getting the Kodak sign up on the sign. Oh, I, I just remember, that as, too. you know, the Kodak shop and you'd go in there and you'd go, yeah, I'm just here to pick up my photos and you'd go, yeah, here you go. And give you that, that yellow and white folder with the red Kodak logo on it. And I still you'd got have tons this folder of those. With, yeah. You'd have this little fu- uh, folder yeah. with all these photos in it. Then it was excellent.
1: I walked past the one that we used to go to the other day, except now it's a nail salon. Ugh.
0: Yeah. I think the one that I used to go to is now a Vodafone. Oh. or something it was a three and then it became a Vodafone oh I think it oh, uh, their neighbors or something like I don't know but yeah it, that's a bit sad but um yes it came out it's going away it's an end of an era and they're no longer doing that it's a bit interesting uh, speaking of um I guess DVDs then yeah let's get to that uh, let's skip the order and go to your uh, your favorite your a great Scott Your back to the future Marty you gotta come back with me Back, back to the future. Back where? Yeah, <laughs> where? Well, since when did you become the physical type? Says Griff. Or oh, Biff. Biff. Um, Griff. It's Griff. Griff. I think. Yeah, I love that. The word. Oh, Griff Junior. It's Griff Junior, actually, because it's that the future one with the stupid outfit on that's got some clearly some brain issue. Make like a tree. And get out of here. It's and leave.
1: <laughs> Back to the Future is thirty three years old today, or that moved, tomorrow, that just, or today. However, you look at it, wherever that you're that blows
0: my mind. I cannot believe it's thirty three years old. It's fantastic,
1: is what it is, because it <laughs> shows the enduring appeal of, in my opinion, the greatest movie ever made. It's why? Why do you view it as the greatest movie? ever made because I firmly believe that it is the everything movie mm. my reasoning is thus it is a sci-fi movie it is an action movie it is an adventure movie it is a romance it is a family movie it's it's a guy's film but it's also a chick's film it's also a kid's film it has everything to it. oh and comedy let's not forget how funny these movies are it has everything and there is something for everyone in it it, has, it feels magical when you watch it. There is a spark to it that you cannot describe, you cannot put into words, but it makes you want to go back and watch it again and again. And it never gets old, and you still discover new things about it every time you watch it. Just little things. And for those that are like me, that are so into movies... There is so much more to it when you start looking into the process of how they made not only the first film, but then the second and third, and how when they made the first film, they had no plan to do another one. There there was no plan to do it. So the fact that they turned one movie into a trilogy so seamlessly is beyond incredible, really. That ending at the end of the first movie that was just done as, as their way of riding off into the sunset it wasn't actually to set up a sequel
0: see you know it's funny though because when you watch other sequels now or other movies now that are setting up a sequel you almost look back to the Back to the Future model on how they ended the first one to set up the second one yeah it's almost that it's le- meant to leave it open so really they they had no intention of making two and three no no they they also did not expect the film to be as successful as it was
1: that was part of what did it for them. but the, the film had a really troubled production. There was another actor playing Marty who that who actually shot scenes for the movie. really? So Michael J. Fox was first choice, and he couldn't do it because of his commitment to family ties. They yeah. hired another guy by the name of Eric Stoltz to play Marty. He filmed for a few days or a couple of weeks or whatever. And he just wasn't the right fit and they couldn't keep going with him they went back to Fox and and went, we need you to like we need you to do the film like it can't work without you he found a way with the producers of family ties to juggle his schedule he would film family ties during the day and then he would film back to the future at night he was only getting a couple of hours sleep every night as a result, for, for a couple of months to shoot the movie. Jesus. He was, but, yeah, he, but he was right. It's if he insane. was right, he was right. Yeah. But oh, it paid okay. off. Also, yeah. also, another fun one. When they went to make the second and third movies, they shot them back to back, right? They okay, knew- so those two are done back to back. Yep, they were filmed back to back because they knew if they were doing a second, they were going to do a third as well. The studio went, yep, go do both do them mm-hmm. they knew they were going to the future they didn't know where they were going for the third one so they went to michael j fox and asked him where do you want to go and he said i want <laughs> to go to the old west so they went to
0: the old west third one it's see it's really interesting the three the three films like it's really interesting the way that they interact and the way that we almost as the doc explains it you know we go to the same point in time but it's a completely different world based off of a change that happened in the past um, and yep. and yeah they just intertwine so well if you watched one on its own you get a complete story and it's fantastic and then if you watch another one then you're like hell yeah they're completely linked in every way and what you saw in the last one was so important for this one and vice versa and then when you watch all three you go it is dead set a complete story it that really intertwines is so well but they were all three separate movies do you know what the 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 gap was between one and two when released 1985 1989 1990 that's a great effort to make that movie in four years from nothing yep they did that's a
1: terrific. bloody good job
0: mm. So great writers
1: th- exceptional writer uh, Robert Zemeckis one of mm. the greatest filmmakers of our time. The guy behind Castaway. Yep, one of my favorites. Creator of Who Frame Roger Rabbit. Or at least director. He didn't he based mm. it off a book. Um What else is mecca? Zemecki- oh, of course. The Polar Express.
0: Once again with Hanksy. Oh yeah, he and Hanks have done it. A- oh, Forrest Gump, Of course. Course. I'm not going to say the lane I was going to say that life is like a box no I just said it. I'm not saying it yes you are no I don't want to say it <laughs> life is like a box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna gonna get fuck I ruined it <laughs> damn it how did, I make a, how did I make a mistake god I damn think it. you were thinking too hard about it yes yes I was um, so, so yeah 33
1: years on solid film very happy. It's,
0: it's staggering that it's... Th- I, I still can't believe... It, it doesn't feel... like just Besides the outdated kind of future look, like looking at 2015 and the way things are and everything like that, and, you know, he's terrified of this three-dimensional Jaws. What was it? What number Jaws was it? 19. Yeah, you know, like all that sort of stuff. It's like, nah, nah. Like, that's... Uh, you know, and flying cars and everything like that. It's a little bit unrealistic... It's interesting now, though. Um,
1: they they said the one thing they could have never predicted for twenty fifteen was the internet. It was the only like they thought of so many different things, a lot of which went into the film. The one thing they never even considered was the internet. Well, That's how why they
0: describe how do you describe the internet without the internet being around? You can't.
1: Like they they nailed they, they nailed the video calling. On, on the, mm. the TV, that that was perfect.
0: The way they have the fax machine still.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fax. <it's, laughs> exactly. I has fax. I, oh, no, no. No, I was only having this discussion within the house a few hours ago because my wonderful mother questioned whether or not we should look at getting a printer that has a fax function. Why? Well, there are still places out there that are using fax, but I, ma- I made the point that... I have no doubt that landlines will go very, very soon. Hell yeah! They will move to satellite internet. We will no longer have landlines for phones.
0: Well, also, everyone's just using mobile. Yeah, like I know people that don't have home phones anymore. We or don't. Anymore.
1: We, well, we're already on satellite internet in our house. We we don't have a home phone at all. Jesus. We have no landline. We we have no landline connection of any kind. The only thing we could connect
0: would be a VoIP phone. VoIP, it it's yeah. They couldn't they couldn't predict. It's impossible to predict the future. What's interesting though, since back to the future though, and since movies of the past, besides two thousand one, a space odyssey, which was pretty good at nailing, in some ways, really good at nailing some things down. Um, it's interesting how almost our, our expectations of the future have kind of been reined in a bit. We're not as outlandish as what it what they once were. I think. Is that a, is that a fair statement? Or, is that, or am I off the mark? Am I just thinking infinitely here and not as... I, I, I agree completely,
1: and it actually saddens me because it means that no one's interested in trying to pioneer.
0: Mm. Also, that there's no longer... You know, it's that idea that we're not smarter than we used to be. It's just that we have more tools than we used to. Um yeah. I, I completely agree and I think people are getting well population's getting dumber just because we're gaining all this knowledge based off of what some oh, you know, yeah. brilliant we're, people are doing. We're, we're uh, gonna as, we're gonna become the future that was predicted in Wally. Yeah, or, or even even the, the future that was predicted in um Idiocracy. One of my another one of my favorite movies, like such oh, a yeah. nails nails the stupidity of the future but we're getting um, dangerously close to that actually <laughs> yeah absolutely and it's you know that that idea that so back then it was oh look at this the clothes are gonna say your clothes are now dry and like you know or like puff up or shrink to fit you doesn't matter the size you put a little pizza hut pizza in an oven and it will expand to a full size oh pizza. that's the um, one thing i wish uh, was real the black and Decker rehydrator Oh, you're telling me. <laughs> um, especially now, because I'm starving. Um, they predicted Black & Decker would still be massive now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, jeez. Um, the Nike, sh- or Nike shoes. Nike um, did it, that- though. Exactly, but they did it because of the movie, yeah. because we weren't there. Because
1: innovative, creative ideas inspired people to create change in the future. And if we don't
0: think like that, then it's not going to mm. be achieved. 'Cause all we have now are kind of just plans that build on current plans as opposed to We're thinking get- outside the box. Like flying cars. It's it Uber's trying to come up with something like that, but it's not necessarily just your car that suddenly flies. It's not this whole idea of outlandish oh, yeah. technology hoverboards. You know, we have a hoverboard now, but it's a bloody gyroscope with or like a um What's the thing? the Segway without the stick on it, like it, that's all it is. It's not actually hovering. There's, there's trains a, that do it. There's but a company. Not cars.
1: There's a company that's made one. The Hendo Hoverboard.
0: But that's not a. That's not as. It's not as obvious as like Mattel having a pink. Oh yeah, hoverboard. no, it's,
1: it's not. It's.
0: Uh, it looks like a, like a larger version of that.
1: They got Tony it's, Hawk onto one. That's fantastic. Is it silent or does it make lots of noise? I think the first round edition was noisy, but they've managed to reduce the sound. But it doesn't last very long on the power. And the coolants see,
0: run out very quickly. See, it's it's this idea that what was predicted for now is... We almost laughed at it and go, <laughs> what were they thinking? Why would that be a thing? Why wouldn't it be a thing? And the way that we're looking at the future... You know, there's that whole idea of, oh, there'll be a moon base and we can go on holiday on the moon or you can go live on Mars. Yeah, but we're almost running back our expectations and saying, no, that's probably not that likely. There'll only be like... There's only one
1: person fighting for that now and it's Elon Musk.
0: Yeah, and, and even still, it's probably more like there's going to be a... Almost an international space station on the moon kind of thing. Like a moon base like that... And on Mars, there'll be testing being done, but never really any life on it because you can't live outside. So it's all these expectations of the future and flying cars, people are saying, well, is that really the way? It's more just electric cars and not really flying cars. Drone technology is fantastic, but we're not really looking at flying cars as the future. We're all just kind of looking in different ways. So it's it's interesting that our our expectation of the future is so kind of confined or or restricted now and almost look we're looking at the future so much more realistically as as opposed to being a dreamer as they used to so it's it's just interesting that and it's interesting that this movie reflects that
1: it's all becoming so bleak we're we're starting to look at the skynet future and that's just
0: yeah, that's not the right future.
1: No. <laughs> that's not the right future. No. Look at all the money that's going into drones and into AI technology and that. I'm terrified yeah. that that our our future is more reflective of the Terminator than it is of Back to the Future. That just depresses me to no end.
0: I know. It's it's it's, you know, yeah. What what, oh. do, you, what do you say? You know?
1: Now, since we're already on the on this day, Today is yes. actually quite a unique and interesting day because we don't actually get very many big-name days that fall on our podcast. Today right. today is July the 4th, also known as America's Independence Day. Mm. Woo! Well done, Americans. So, so celebrate, get the popcorn, and get Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum and Bill Pullman onto your television.
0: Yes, Exactly gee do i watch that or do i watch
1: no you, the other no, you
0: watch tower heist you watch tower yeah that's heist. what i'm gonna watch that's right that's what i'm gonna watch more watch tower heist um well i may as well rattle through some of the other things on so that's a significant one i've always wanted to be in the u.s on fourth of july so in fact i've always wanted to be in america for all of their public holidays like the fourth of july like Thanksgiving, like um halloween you know all these just random ones martin want, Luther king day even i want to spend um, christmas
1: in new york at, at need the to Plaza to,
0: Hotel. You, you need to go to New York in general. Yes. It's on the list. We need to make it happen. Um, We're working on it. So 1776, of course, US Congress proclaims the Declaration of Independence and independence from Britain. Woo! Wow. Do you reckon that'll ever happen in this country?
1: Given that Ch- Prince Charles was on MasterChef this evening to wonderfully warm reviews and welcomes and yada 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 I doubt it
0: but of course he was because you're gonna cheer anyone that's a famous person yeah
1: except for Camilla
0: (laughs) yeah god that still
1: stings everywhere in the commonwealth
0: (laughs) the fact that the queens anyway yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly (laughs) um gee what else happened on this day some guy. Uh, I'm going to crack at this word just because I just want to read this one because it's an interesting word. 1785, James Hutton, a geologist, publicly reads an abstract of his theory of uniformitarianism for the first time at the meeting of the Royal Society of Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Damn it, I got the, <laughs> I got <laughs> the easy one wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is you said it technically correctly both times. There's, Et- there's Edinburgh, but I... Obviously, it's Edinburgh, but I pronounced that one wrong. And I got oh the u- uniformitarianism. Damn it. Uniform- inter- yeah, uniform- uniformitarianism. Yeah, uniformitarianism. Right. <laughs> Damn it. Why did that happen? I don't know. Uh, what else do we have? We have in 1803, the Louis... Louis- Ugh, fuck. Louisiana Purchase is announced to the American people. Whatever that is. I don't care. Um... In 1934, Hungarian physicist Leo Szilard, Szilard, Szilard Patents the chain reaction design of the atomic bomb. Wow. And didn't that go well? Oh. Uh, in 2017, oh, North Korea tests the first successful intercontinental ballistic missile intersea, into the Sea of Japan. Damn it. Getting it all on. Uh, Charles... Dodgson, I'm reading all this for the 4th of July, of course, that I know that this is the 5th of July, but I'm just saying that because in the US where, for example, SoundCloud looks at it from, this is released on the 4th of July. Um, Did you know that Charles Dodgson, Lewis Carroll, uh, creates Alice in Wonderland uh, for Alice Liddell on a family boat trip on the river Isis, brackets Thames, in Oxford? Is the river... Thames called Isis Is it? Apparently. I don't know. That's what it's saying. Jeez. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that That was a thing. Um do, 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 do. birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. Um not really anyone memorable. Really? Yeah. What about today? What about today, uh, 5th of July? What's on today? We're doing two. Okay. In 1687, Isaac Newton's great work Principia, published by Royal Society in England, outlines his laws of motion and universal gravitation. Excellent. In 1811, the Venezuelan Declaration of Independence happens. Uh, Seven provinces declare themselves independent from Spain. Um. Yep, yeah, that happened... You're really just trying to skip to the birthdays, aren't you? Really, pretty much I am. In <laughs> 1994, Amazon.com founder uh, was founded in Bellevue, Washington. Wow. Yeah, by Jeff Bezos. Richest man in the world, I think, is at. Well, I know, he keeps fluctuating. They fluctuate around all the time. Uh, okay, birthdays. What do we have... We have Dolly the Sheep. Wow. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of old people that don't really care about.
1: Fair Imagine enough. Most yeah. of them?
0: All of them don't care about. So that was today. Yay. And yesterday. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Our independence day. Or well, not our independence day. But that's the quote from the movie Today will be Our Independence Day Was Armageddon set On Independence Day? I don't remember Don't you? I don't remember I love
1: Armageddon But it's been a long long time Since I last watched it
0: I think it Might be I think the presidential speech In that one Another fantastic movie with a flute in the background or whatever it was. Piccolo or whatever. Amazing. Or like Tin Whistle or something like that. But yeah, great movie. I think it might have been Independence Day. Well, there was the two ships, the Independent and the Freedom. Send a
1: bunch of geologists into space to destroy a comet that's going to hit the Earth.
0: What would we do if a comet was heading for Earth? Scream. Cry. Nothing. I have no idea.
1: We've had a few close calls, but nothing too serious.
0: I wonder if they would not do something like that, but if they would literally launch something into space. I think that was the plan. I think NASA were going to do testing on something like that quite recently.
1: Maybe they should just look at whatever the landmass is that's going to hit and then put all the criminals from all the prisons in the world into that one landmass.
0: Why? Just to get hit by it? Instant the
1: well, Yeah Instant wipeout. out yeah, it wipe out all
0: of us as well mm,
1: Depends on the size of the comet
0: well, If it's gonna If it's the, like the one that Hit the <laughs> Gulf of Mexico
1: Yeah that And, then, and then it'll Then it'll Throw the whole world into Chaos Oh it'll be Deep Impact
0: Of course there's a movie <laughs> for it <laughs> oh, With Eliza Wood and that baby um, I loved that <laughs> So I've been watching someone playing I, I often watch people play games on YouTube, and at the moment I've been watching people play this Jurassic World game that's coming out. You
1: um, mean the open world one or?
0: Yeah, exactly, where you can create your own park and research we- dinosaurs and stuff like that. And there's there's one part of the game where people go around and look around and and on this map and you can select where you want to send, like, research teams to go and dig up dinosaur bits and pieces and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what's crazy is that this whole The the earth was once not covered by people, but dinosaurs. And these dinosaurs were, were... Surely there were almost as many dinosaurs as there were people. Yet there's so few... Like, there's no remains of them. Not that they built buildings and shit like we have and, you know, cover the earth with our crap. You know, leave our toys out everywhere. But dinosaurs... There's so little trace of them, despite the fact that we've been very, very fortunate to find what we have. There's relatively very little left of what they were. Isn't that crazy how one day humans may just not exist? And there'll be no, like the next, if if, if there was another thing after us, that thing would have no idea about us or care about us, unless it goes back to being something like a dinosaur where they don't give a shit about that and don't talk or like, ...go around digging for... ...and researching and being a... ...conscious being... ...or whatever the hell we are... ...an intelligent being... ...isn't it interesting that, that we just... ...nothing would... ...who cares? I find it interesting... ...it's why I
1: enjoy watching... ...the old Planet of the Apes films... ...so much...
0: Yeah, ...because they... They,
1: they, ...they delve into that concept... ...on a very deep level... ...and, and they show... ...the remains of what is our current society... On the planet.
0: Hmm. Well, there's another. There's another movie that. Uh, I probably not. It's not even relevant. It was a bit weird. It did. It went to a weird place in the end of it. A bit like two thousand one, Space Odyssey. The movie Time Machine with uh, Guy Pearce. Did yeah. You see that? Yeah, I remember it. Uh, um, how how it was him going in forward backwards in time, then forward in time, and he went so far forward in time that. He got out at one point and suddenly it was in the future and the world was like, oh, we want to have... You know, let's do something with the moon. Let's make the moon closer or something. And then it just went horribly wrong and the moon exploded and suddenly he went further forward and there was just this fractured moon in the sky, really close in the sky. But um, of the past and, or of the future that he'd gone past and the fact that his time was no longer in existence, what was left of the future then and the little remains of human life that there was there was like nothing there was so little left already of what we had this is interesting well that was
1: that film was based on the book by H.G. Wells
0: yeah yeah yes it was and yeah it's interesting it's just yeah it's going off philosophical again big tangent off of um back to the future but yeah it's interesting further forward you go you get to nothing Hmm. i i really wish i would love to go back and see the the time of dinosaurs though it'd be fascinating wouldn't it and do you think do you think that there would be so there's what like seven billion humans on this planet yeah not that dinosaurs were I know that they were spread over different time periods like obviously a, like seeing a, a T-Rex and a Stegosaurus were so far apart that what's the there's an interesting line where you know a, a Stegosaurus is more likely to have seen us than to have or was close to us than what the T-Rex is if that makes sense like is yeah, in the time, yeah, the time period that. between a, yeah the time period between a T-Rex and a Stegosaurus and a Stegosaurus and us or swapping the two dinosaurs around is closer between us and the middle dinosaur than it is between the middle dinosaur and the, the first dinosaur. Like, it's just crazy that there's these, these huge time periods, but I wonder if the planet was at any point as populated as it is now by any one species or any kind of, you know, thing. Hmm. Don't know. It's just interesting to think about. It's a curious thing to, to ponder. And we'll never know. No. Uh let us let us quickly delve into this world of uh the Blood Moon that's coming up. Twenty eighth of July, yes. the Blood Moon. Uh it's going to be uh I was reading it earlier on today. Um it is the longest blood moon in a hundred years. Which is staggering. That's fantastic. So normally you see them but but they're not all that special and they go for a couple hours and that's really it and then suddenly the moon's up in the sky and it's like oh okay that was it um the eclipse totality uh when the pole of earth's shadow completely blinks out what would otherwise be the moon's silvery surface will last one hour and 43 minutes um but will continue on for for four days um so it'll actually go like that's that's a long blood moon. Normally it's just halfway up its it's rise. But this is... It's going to continue on for hours. That's pretty special. Yeah. Blood moons are always... Um, I remember seeing the first blood moon... When I was, I think, probably like five or six. And my sisters were playing soccer. Or doing soccer training on a Wednesday night, I think it was. And... My mom said, oh, the, there's a blood moon. Um, or there's a, a a lunar eclipse tonight. And I was like, what, you know, what's that? And she was like, oh, it's when Earth's shadow is covering the moon. So I looked up at the moon and I tried to wave my arm. And I was like, I can't see my shadow on it. Like, this is something wrong. I didn't get it. But of course I get it now. It's, they're pretty interesting. It's quite fascinating. Have you seen a solar eclipse? No. Yeah, see, I'm lucky I've seen two. <laughs> And I'm sure I've mentioned it on here before, but I've seen the first one in Cairns in 2012, and the second one in Nashville last year. And see, that's another thing that you've got to add to your list in your lifetime because they are so unbelievable and so hard to describe how fantastic they are to see. And again, the the connection between everything happening, the the the, the circumstance and the way everything by chance is so perfectly aligned that our moon is exactly the same sized as our sun based on the distance it is from us and the sun is from the moon and us and the way they happen to by degree line up exactly in front of each other and then you happen to stand underneath it and see it and it goes dark and the way everything goes hushed and quiet despite the fact that it's Nothing changes except the, the sun's being covered. Everything goes hushed. It's not. It's completely different to data. Utter uh, night time. You can see stars, but it's not pitch black. Um, the way after an eclipse, the sun feels extra bright. The way um, you can see sunset all around you on all horizons, the whole horizon. Um, yeah, it just, solar eclipses are just so special. And it's funny, the one in Cairns in 2012 um, was so special because that one showed just, you know, this, 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 this weird thing of sitting on the coastline, the birds starting to go quiet, and then the wind, a gentle wind rushing from behind you out over the ocean, almost going the wrong way. It was just so strange it's one of the weirdest things so we gotta gotta make that happen for you and i would happily see a third one keen Mm. yeah they're so cool so cool and they're so you can you can explain so many different things about them and so many different elements about a solar eclipse but it doesn't matter there's there's so much more to it that you just can't explain Mm. so we need to make it happen but yeah, the lunar eclipse is happening, and they are special nonetheless, and always fun to see. What was the date um, again? 28th of July. Alright, mark it in so your so calendars, man. everyone. I'll be in
1: India, unfortunately. And if you do happen to, um, to get some footage of
0: any kind, be sure to share it on our Facebook page. Yeah, we're into that stuff. That's, that stuff's awesome. Yeah, How fantastic is the world that this stuff happens to, it, or our universe, and our galaxy, and our solar system, and our, you know, it's fantastic. It really is. Mm. Uh, I guess it's time to move on to that very special segment of ours. It is. Drew, the it one, is one that indeed. I've completely not thought about at all. Yeah. i forgotten to think about. <laughs> Shit. Okay, quick thinking. We did this last week too. Quick thinking. Um, we did.
1: You think while I do our usual. As always, if you would like to take part in our show as a special guest or... If you have a grievance, which I'm sure a few of you do. I know one person in particular usually has a grievance with us. Um, Actually, there's a couple. Anyway, be sure to contact us on the Facebook page at Kent and the Steering Team. Alternatively, you can also check out our more movie-related stuff over at The 35th Mill, who you will find on Facebook and Instagram, because we do that sort of thing. Anyway... On to our all-time favourite segment, the one that is a mainstay every single week. I am really stalling for you here. Um, Keep stalling. We are here to bring you the wonderful... Yeah. I can't do the tongue roll thing. Sick Kent of the Week! Yeah, that.
0: Can you do that? Okay. Um. I can't, not. Okay, I have a suggestion It's based off of a television show that you've been watching and a character that is no longer on that television show oh. and how much they've changed that show oh. would that do you know who I'm talking about the character that left the show the actor of the character that left the show yes because of the character that they had for- portrayed yes yeah is that okay yes I. Okay. I agree no worries so this week's uh, inductee into the Sick Kent of the Week Hall of Fame is none other than Steve Carell.
1: Because why the not? The reason
0: why... St- what? Because why not? Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Because why not? But if we had to have an explanation, I'll tell you it. <coughs> explanation being... Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> the <Yep>. Explanation being <laughs> that... So Drew's watching The Office for the first time. And we, I think Woo! we might have mentioned it last week. Uh, or a couple weeks ago. I, I love The Office so much. It's such an important show to me. It's one of my favourite TV shows. Um, And he's watching it through for the first time. And he's at the point now where Steve Carell or Michael Scott has left the office. And he's finding the same thing as I have for someone that's now fallen in love with the office. In that the show takes on a completely different dynamic. And it's amazing how much of a fantastic character Michael Scott turned out to be. Um, despite the fact that some people don't like Steve Carell. Think that he's annoying. He always plays annoying characters or whatever. Michael Scott... Despite the fact that he's an idiot, and he's arrogant, and he's rude, and he's completely insensitive, he's also (laughs) one of the most sensitive, nicest, kind of sweetest, dumb people that you will ever meet. Like, he's just so endearing. He's pivotal to the charm of the show. Yeah, and, and the fact that all these different characters, as dumb as they might be on an individual level, or as stupid as they might be, or make stupid mistakes, or be weird, or something like that, the the way that they interact with michael and the way that they yeah it was done in a really great way like and steve carl did an amazing job on it and it was really sad that he left and it's funny there's a shot in the episode that he leaves where pam the character pam goes up and hugs him and says goodbye um oh that made me so and, sad and uh there's no audio in that scene i won't describe to you the full scene but there's no audio in the scene and essentially, in that moment, apparently, it, it's been said that that um, by both of them, that that was Steve Carell really saying goodbye, like and really saying thank you for everything. It's been been fun, um, good luck, and goodbye. And yeah, and it was just so sweet. It's such a sweet thing. And yeah, Steve Carell's he's like a, a bit like a dopey dad to. Everyone in everything that he does, you can't help but think of him as just a bit of a dad dad character. So I've got a yeah. film
1: that'll ruin that for you. What Foxcatcher?
0: I haven't seen it. I've also I haven't seen Big Short, but I want to watch that. Yeah, same. I haven't seen it. Yet, Very badly. Yeah, yeah, I've got it, and I got to watch it. Um, yeah, so Steve Carell, because we can't think of anyone else, and because you are you, you are this week's sick Kent of the week. He is a bit of a legend, isn't he? Mm. Amen. Amen. Um, and that'll just about do it. Uh, I thank you, Drusuf, for another week of Kenting and steering teaming. And, yes. And, uh, yes. Thank you too. It's been a pleasure as always. Mm. Of course. Of course. Uh, let's, um, do it again next week. Sounds like a plan. Excellent. Thank you, DJ quads. Yes, yes, yes. We're wrapping it up. We do. Um, Yeah, same time next week, everyone. Thursday, as always. Thank you very much for listening. Yep.